Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. We are talking about eight simple ways that you can implement, eight simple strategies that you can implement to stop your life from being shit. I don't think I've bumped into anyone that has introduced their name and then also explained to me how they want to live a shit life. I mean, unless you're psychopathic and you are not normal between the ears, you, of course, want to live the best life possible, not the shittest life possible. So I'm going to share with you on today's podcast of some simple yet effective tips that I use with my own life and that I help to teach hundreds of my clients all around the world. So my intention by the end of today's podcast is that you have a better idea of some simple strategies on what you can implement immediately to make sure that you live the best version of your life. Does that sound like a great deal? Can I get a hell yeah? Boom, let's get into it and let's have some fun in three, two, one. All right, I'm excited to deliver this training today's podcast because this is one that I talk about quite often in my content. So I thought that I would make it into a video form into a podcast form to make sure that it adds value to you as well. So let's start with saying this. Everyone has a different definition of what success means to them. What my definition of success might be completely different to yours, might be completely different to your neighbor. Totally get it. And that's fine. The The important part to understand is not the, the fact that everyone has a different definition of success, but everyone can agree that they want to live the most healthiest, longest inspired version of their life possible. I'm sure everyone on this planet can agree that that's what they would want to have. So that's irrelevant to the amount of money you want to have. That's irrelevant to the car you want to drive, the house, all that kind of stuff. What kind of relationships you want to have. All of that, it's irrelevant to all of that. I'm not really irrelevant to relationships, but more irrelevant to the materialistic things that you'd like to have in your life. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but this goes kind of deeper than that and says like to live the most inspired version, healthiest, longest version of your life is what we are talking about today. So everyone's got their different definition of what success means, but everyone wants to live the best version of their actual life. I'm sure we could all agree on that. And a life that has been well lived with amazing memories so that by the time you get to the end of it all, whenever that may be, hopefully that's in 100 years time from now, that you can look back and reflect on amazing, truly amazing moments in your life where you had a lot of beautiful memories and you loved as as much as hard as possible as you could and you shared a lot of beautiful things with many friends and family around you. Yeah, that's my definition. And I'm sure it is of yours as well to live a long, strong, healthy, inspired life. So let's get into some of these simple tips that I have found useful for you 
to discuss, for us to discuss and for you to listen in on. And I'm sure that some of these will resonate with you. And that is number one, spend lots of time feeling passionate. As a personal trainer and a health coach now just working with men, I unfortunately speak and and communicate with a lot of men who fall very short in this area where they are existing, they are working, they're kind of just getting amongst the daily grind, but they aren't at all feeling passionate about what it is that they do for work. And they're not passionate with any hobbies that they do because they don't leave enough time in their day to actually do any of it. It's literally go go to work for a huge amount of hours, come home, spend a little bit of time, scoff a bit of food down, binge watch some bullshit episodes on Netflix and then rinse and repeat for many, many years to come. So if you're like me, you don't find that particular lifestyle very inspiring and that is not something to be very passionate about. And what I will say is if your current work sucks the life out of you or feel like or it feels like it does if the people that you hang around your environment whether it be your friends and your family make you feel the the, the most opposite feeling of passionate as what could be possible then make sure that you that you suck those energy vampires out of your life and make sure that you have an environment that is conducive to you living a life filled with more passion. Because I tell you, I speak to many people that have been on the receiving ends of having shit people that they hang around with at work, shit people that they hang around with their friends and their family and that have literally sucked all the life and all the enjoyment and all the passion and all the inspiration out of their life and they're left like a dry little sultana. So if this is currently describing your lifestyle and that you have an environment and you have a work situation that is literally sucking the life out of you, then there has to be a better option than that because in my opinion, my friend, that is not living and that's certainly not living an inspired best version of your life. The next point that I want to share with you is I have found that we as adults, especially we men, find it very difficult to say no to other people and opportunities. For some weird reason as adults and as men, we have connected this idea that saying no to someone or something makes us feel really bad inside because we don't want to let them down. We don't want to upset our friends and family. So even though we don't want to agree to whatever it is that they've asked us to do or we don't want to take up the decision of what it is that we inevitably say yes to, we just end up saying it and then we end up building a whole bunch of resentment and regret and guilt because we didn't want to say yes, but we felt pressured for some weird reason to actually say yes. So I'm here on this podcast to give you the permission to say no and learn that it's not that it's not you being rude and it's not you being an asshole. It's literally you just saying no. It's just the word no has the meaning, whatever meaning attached to it as as you please. 
So it doesn't need to mean that by you saying no, that you're being an asshole or you're being rude to your friends, to your family, whoever you're saying no to. It simply just means that you are being more firm with where you want your life to go and you are being more assertive with the decisions that you make. So learn that it's okay to say no to people or opportunities. And quite often we go down as adults and especially as men, we go down these shitty paths in our life, sometimes for years, sometimes for decades of down this path that we didn't want to go down to. But the only reason of why we went down that path was because we didn't learn or we didn't think that it was okay that we could just say no. So it might make you feel a little bit awkward initially to say no to people or opportunities, but I promise you that it's going to be a much better alternative in the long term if you learn the skill of saying no more often. And in fact, any interview that I've ever watched and they have spoken about this topic, every single person being interviewed says the to learn the importance of saying no. And no doesn't mean that you're being rude. It doesn't mean any of that. It just simply means no and that you don't want to do that. And that is okay because you don't have to be agreeable with everything that comes your way or everything that people want you to do. In fact, it's actually the opposite because if you are currently in a position where you are agreeable to everything, you will be very, very miserable because you'll literally be pulled from this direction, that direction, and you're consistently trying to make everyone happy, which is completely false and that just can't happen. It's impossible for you to be in a life scenario and position of where you can make everyone happy because these groups of people want you to make that decision. These groups of people will make will want you to make the other and you're forever being a chameleon going left, right, up, down. And the only person that you actually affect the worst in the long term is yourself. So learn it's okay to say no to people or opportunities. Okay. You have my permission. The next point is what I touched on when we first started this podcast, and that is develop an attitude of gratitude. I speak about this so often, and the reason of why I do that is because it is a real critical point to understand, and I will keep bashing it into your brain until you understand and truly get the idea of having an attitude of gratitude. And why am I so, why am I always talking about this particular topic? Because I myself have noticed a profound improvement with my own personal life. And I have noticed a massive improvement with many of my clients along the 14 years that I've been a personal trainer and a health coach. And we're not going to get too much into why that is the case, but the simple fact of having more of an attitude of gratitude and have and being more appreciative of the things that you have in your life is that it changes and optimizes your perspective on how you view your world. Because if you start really looking out for what you have currently in your life to be appreciative for, then guess what? What you focus on expands. So the more you keep looking and putting your gratitude goggles on in your life, then what that happens is it improves and optimizes your perspective. And those that explains why those that are more grateful in their life end up living a better life because they keep attracting what they focus and think about all the time, all day, every day. If you focus 
on what you don't have in your life, which is the opposite of which is what I don't suggest that you do, which is the mistake that a lot of people are currently making, then that will leave you with a void in your life and you will always feel like you're missing out. You will always feel like you're never enough. You will always feel un- unfulfilled, un- uninspired, and you'll just, just live a shit quality of life. So I imagine you don't want to live a shit quality of life. So that's why I want you to pay attention to developing an attitude of gratitude. And initially, you might find that you struggle with this topic of thinking thing of things in your life to be grateful for, because for some reason, we create this idea in our minds as adults that in order for us to list something in our minds or on a piece of paper of of something that we have in our life to be grateful for, that it needs to be something massive, needs to be like a yacht or a mansion or a Ferrari or $4 million in the bank. And it doesn't need need to be anything like that at all. It literally can be the most simple of things. Like how about being alive and healthy first and foremost? Like that's a fucking pretty significant one, I would say, and I'm sure you would agree as well. And you've probably been overlooking that, I'm sure, for your entire life because you made it. You're still here. Isn't that something to celebrate and be grateful for? I mean, how about having ears to hear what I'm saying right now, eyes to see me of what I'm speaking about? What about the fact that you can even watch me right now on a screen, which means that you have a smartphone or you're watching me from the computer or you're listening to me through the podcast, which means that you have technology that puts you in like the top 0.004% of the wealth of the wealthiest people in the world. Like, what about that? But quite often what we do is we take for granted all this stuff in our life. So developing more of an attitude of gratitude will help you to reset your perception and help you to realize that you have way more in your life currently to be grateful for than what you realize. But the only reason why you're not realizing it is because you haven't been practicing the attitude of gratitude. So it literally will rewire your perspective and help you to live a better, healthier, stronger life. And there is so much studies and data to back this up of how people that practice the attitude of gratitude and meditate regularly end up living a far better life than those that don't. It's just as simple as that. It's beyond the shadow of a doubt that this actually occurs. So developing the attitude of gratitude is something that I have been doing for the last 10 years intensely every single day. And I have noticed huge shifts in my perspective and huge shifts in my life, as well as hundreds of my clients that I've worked with over the years that I've been a coach for. So that's what I want you to do in case you're not doing it. And literally, it's just thinking about or listing three things in your life that you have that you have to be grateful for and try your best to think of different things, not always the same shit. I, t- I blast my clients all the time in the check-in form that they fill on a weekly basis. They'll, they have to list three things. And in brackets, I say, don't say the same shit every single week because I want you to think and try a little harder than just regurgitating the same information on week, on week, on week. The next point I want to share with you in how you can live a life being more amazing than what it is, is be more self-aware. And what does that mean? That simply means this. Listen to that little voice that you have 
going on in your mind right now. And if that little voice is telling you that it's not liking a particular situation or it's not enjoying what it is that you're currently doing or saying or feeling or thinking, then use that as an important feedback mechanism. Because I'll tell you this, if you keep denying that little voice, it's not going anywhere. And what it's going to do is it's going to get more annoying and more repetitive and louder and louder and louder until you actually do something about it. And guess what? Magic happens. Once you actually do listen to that little voice that keeps telling you to drop that friend because they make you feel like shit, stop talking to that toxic family member because they're a fucking asshole in your life and they're dragging you down. Stop getting bullied at work and start being more assertive or whatever whatever example you want to live. If you start being more self-aware to that little voice and listening to that feedback mechanism, automatically that voice will start to soften soften because you listened to it and that's all at once that little voice in your mind that little chattering monkey just wants to be heard and if you just completely disregard it it's going to be like a nagging wife or a nagging girlfriend and just be in your fucking ear all the time so my brother if you don't want that to happen which you would be crazy to say that you do then make sure you become more self-aware of that little voice and what it's telling you because there's quite a bit of value in that little voice and actually listening to it because if you don't, it's not going anywhere and you can take any medication you want under the sun. It's literally going to be a a Band-Aid approach. I mean medication in the form of like an anti-depression medication. You can choose to have medication and I'm not suggesting to get it off get off medication if you are currently doing that but I have had heaps of clients that were on depression medication that literally transformed their entire life and reduced the amount to the point that they didn't feel like they needed it anymore just by actioning that little voice in their head and not disregarding it like they were doing for such a long period of their life The next point I want to share with you is associate your circle with winners. Like this should be a self-explanatory thing. Like if you want to live an amazing, inspired, long, strong, healthy life full of joyous memories, then why in the fuck would you want to hang out with people that are the opposite of that, that are living the opposite of that, whether that is friends or family, it doesn't fucking matter. And what you need to understand is this. You might not agree with what I'm about to say, but I know this to be 100% true. You will become a product of your environment and you are currently a product of your environment. So if you are hanging out with people at work, friends, family, it doesn't matter. Whoever you are currently associating with, if you are associating yourself with people that don't prioritize their health, that are always bitching and complaining, that have every fucking problem under the sun, that are constantly arguing and attracting drama, that are fighting with people physically or verbally. If you are having people that are just fucking whingers, then you, my friend, are a product of that environment and chances are you are that as well. So the point with this one here is that if you want to live a more inspired, healthy, strong life, then you need to associate 
your circle, your inner circle, your friends, your family, at least. Sometimes you can't change your work colleague situation because if you're sitting next to a fuckwit, then that might be a little bit more difficult. But limit the amount of exposure you have to these kinds of people because they aren't going to serve you and they're not going to be a good reminder of what you're striving to achieve. So if you're wanting to this year really work on having a healthier lifestyle, then you're not going to hang out with people that don't give a fuck about their health and squander it and are very overweight and are constantly negative and complaining and just watching trash on TV. I mean, you want to hang out with winners, yeah? You want to be a fucking winner. I'm hoping. Otherwise, like, you wouldn't be listening in to this video, to this podcast, to this rant that I'm having. So associate yourself with winners. And if that means, unfortunately, that your family is filled with losers and your friend's circle at the moment is filled with losers, then you just need to make the decision, don't you? Because I find, unfortunately, we have we have created this belief system that if, if they're family, then we just need to accept it. Ah, that's that's my brother, that's my sister, that's my mom. It's like, yeah, so what? Does that mean that you need to coexist with them? Does that mean that you need to have them in your life if they are literally like no good for you? And if they are going in a completely different direction of where you want to be, does it make sense to be associating with these kinds of people and have them in your environment? Because they are doing you no favors. So I'm not suggesting right now, you call up your mom, you call up your brother, you call up your, your friend that you've wanted to cut out in your life and you just completely expel them and you tell them I listened to this guy on the podcast and he told me I'd need to get rid of you. Not saying that at all, but I'm saying like be more aware of your environment. And if you are hanging out with people that are complaining, whinging, not prioritizing winning in life, then good luck trying to be the anomaly of that circle and break out of it. I had I have a particular friend that I grew up in in at school with and we we are no longer in contact and it's not for any reason of we didn't have a fight we didn't have we didn't have anything like that when we left school but he was just a person that I couldn't associate with because he was not on the same page as me like he didn't have the aspirations in my life that that in, in that I had and he just was not interested. And that's fine. It's not my responsibility to try drag him, which is sometimes what we feel compelled to do, drag them along the journey. Like, come on, it's okay. Like, come with me. And it's just like, no, that's not your responsibility. And that comes off as a bit of a bit of a self-righteous asshole. If you try to do that, like I needed to, to distance myself from him and not having, have him in my environment. And it's quite sad because he was a really good friend. And that's okay, but he just could not continue to be in my environment because my environment is very precious to me and your environment is very precious to you because who you associate with, you become. So audit your environment currently. Audit who are you associating with? Are they winners aspiring to want to constantly grow and be better people and do things and achieve things? Or are they the complete opposite? They're just whinging fucks that are constantly complaining, constantly fighting, constantly arguing with people. Think about it. Be more conscious and aware of this. And the last point I want to share with you, my brother, is get back 
to nature. If you want to live a more inspired, healthier, longer, stronger life, go back to the basics and go back to mother nature. Start meditating. If you have been following me for a while in my stories, you would see that I have got into my gardening and I have a beautiful veggie patch in my backyard where I'm growing parsley and strawberries and tomatoes. And I fucking love being out with my vegetables and my in my garden and getting out into nature a little bit. I've got this beautiful grass in the back that I fucking care so much for that I've literally barricaded my dog out so he can't walk on the grass because he completely fucked it up. And it's just starting to look amazing now. But it feels so good to stand on like nature and grass and have a look at my tomatoes that are starting to ripen as we're coming into the season and see my parsley growing. I mean, like that is fucking good. And we have that inherent desire as cavemen to go back to that, go back to nature and feel the sun's rays and breathe that fresh air and all that fucking good shit, all that stuff that we have been depriving of ourselves from being so much indoors and screen time and all of that. I'm not suggesting that you throw your TV out and you throw your computer out, you chuck your iPhone in the bin. Not suggesting that at all, but be more aware of spending more time in nature. Go back to the basics and start getting into a little bit of meditation. Just five minutes a day, that's it. It will profoundly change your life and it will help to elevate and increase your level of fulfillment so that by the time you get to the end of it, you lived a life filled with beautiful memories instead of regret and resentment and all this other crap. So that's it. That's it from me. It was a slightly longer podcast today, but I truly hope that you got value from this. And most importantly, I hope you do something about it and you do something differently because if you learn something new but you fail to implement anything different, then you have completely wasted your opportunity. So I hope that you drew some inspiration from today's training and today's podcast and that most importantly, you do something about it. That's it from Coach Daniel from the DadBod Project. I really appreciate your eyeballs. I'm grateful for your ears. I'm grateful for your interaction. And we will catch up tomorrow for my world-famous hashtag Freaky Friday Q&A live interaction show. What the hell does a live interaction show mean? I don't know. I thought it sounded cool. Anyways, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for tuning in. And we will do it all again tomorrow. Coach Daniel from The Dad Bod Project is out. Boom. Ciao. I'm going to go check my garden out. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast, the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words Dad Bod. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the words DadBod. And me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right, correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.